Anyways, all right, let's let's get this party started, gents. Uh, yeah. Welcome everyone to the uh, the twentieth Gridcoin Community Hangouts. This is uh, December twenty fourth, two thousand sixteen, at uh, five past nine p.m. GMT. Uh, welcome. <laughs> Merry Christmas, Eve. Yeah, happy festivities to anyone who celebrates them. Yeah, Merry Festivus. Or we have a poll for Festivus and airing grievances and all that stuff. I've been drinking. It's all right. We all have. Anyways, uh, let's just go into straight into what we usually do. Uh, well, what do you want to do? Should we read out all the topics and then get into them? A couple of users were asking about that. Yeah, yeah. I think the list is pretty cool. Yeah. It kind of right. gives people like a, um, a way, something to switch to if they're listening to it after, you know? Yeah, true. Also, yeah. people listening a later date can be like, "Ah, oh, no, fuck this episode." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Anyways, All right. this sucks. <laughs> All right, let's get into it then. Uh, so, quickly listen off topic. So, Erkin's uh, suggesting a new candidate for whitelist project at TN Grid. Uh, there's a status of polls regarding uh, Boink Stats uh, Foundation uh, fund. Uh, you know, advertising campaign. Uh, also, whether or not we should uh, wait, uh, remove Burp from the waitlist. Uh, there's the topic of uh, ditching coin payments in favor of going with GoEarl.io. Uh, GoEarl being an open source payment processor. Uh, discussing the rise in Bitcoin's value and its effects on altcoins like Gridcoin. Uh, Ravon uh, intended to ask some questions, but has been uh, caught up with f- the festivities, so he'll postpone his questions for next week. Uh, Erkin suggested we discuss the uh, status of audio editing for Hangouts, kind of like a strategy going forwards. Uh, sta- uh, status uh, updates for challenges, so uh, the World Community Grid, uh, Colats, Moo Rapper, and moving onwards, what projects we should select for January. Uh, the status of uh, QT5 porting, currently on QT4 of the uh, Gridcoin client, it needs updated. Uh, so that's uh, Pepperino suggesting that. Uh, we've got Erkin suggesting the topic of, uh, you know, voting on uh, climate prediction being in the whitelist. It's been encountering some issues recently. For the last five, five weeks, it's not really recent, you know what I mean? Uh, Discussing additional social media channels for our arsenal, so suggesting stuff like Demon Saw, Mines, Discord, Telegram, and uh, so that's what we will be discussing in that order today. If uh, anyone listening has any more suggestions, uh, chuck them in to the RSVP thread and we'll get around to them uh, later, I suppose. Uh, so let's get straight in to the first topic, which is... The uh, first candidate uh, candidate for being whitelisted, uh, TN Grid. Uh, Erkin, are you here to can discuss this, or do you want me to go ahead and discuss it for you? Yeah, I'm here. Um, it's basically um, some users brought it up, I think, one or two weeks ago, and uh, Gunde is uh, mostly looking at it but also at some other projects like find at home and drug discovery yeah but um, he has to observe it a little bit more but he says it's not yet so stable yeah but um, the thing was why I brought it up now is because TN Grid uh, wants to make uh, the SSL certificate which is very nice yeah and uh, 
perhaps the next thing we should do is uh, the, the projects Kunde is, is observing that we tell the admins, yeah, that uh, if or you know that we are looking at it for including in the whitelist, and perhaps they want to you know upgrade their hardware and stuff beforehand, yeah, because they they will gain a lot of users, yeah, so they like it. Um, yeah, but um, nothing yet concrete. Yeah, I think it will still go on for one or two weeks. Just set an information that, um, yeah, in advance. Cool. Uh, TNGrid is a uh, a platform that uses internet connected computers to do research in various science uh, scientific projects, uh, such as. Uh, Gene at Home in collaboration with Fonda Zion, uh, Edmund Mach, uh, brackets FEM, and the Department of Information Engineering and Computer Science, uh, parentheses DISI of the uh, University of Trento. So it's an Italian uh, project. Uh, it looks pretty good. As you say, yeah, they're looking into SSL, which is definitely uh, a good idea because, uh, you know, all projects should be, uh, you know, implementing these kind of. Uh, security measures uh i do like the idea of uh contacting drug discovery at home i previously talked uh on their behalf to a small degree in one of the beyond bitcoin hangouts and uh i let them know about that and they were uh, grateful for that so you know perhaps we've got already a slight uh you know a bit of public relations between uh, us and them uh already I'd, I'd actually discuss them in my uh in my my literature review uh, that I just handed in, you know, they're they're talking about the introduction of, or well, the issuance of their own uh, cryptocurrency asset on the Ethereum uh, blockchain. So it'd be very cool to, uh, you know, ask some questions about that, whether or not they're going to integrate that into their Boink project, you know, uh, to def- deter uh, attackers or something. Uh, but yeah, uh, I do think we need to encourage a more stringent evaluation of projects. Like, you know, ask them stuff like, what are you doing? What have you implemented on top of the, the default Boink implementation to handle cheaters or collusion? As well as, like, uh, you know, have you implemented... Uh, or have, you de- have you dealt with the possibility that, uh, you know, spammers are going to spam your your project? Like, have you locked up account creation through the use of, like, you know... Uh, capture codes if not you should look into it because that's something that's being abused uh but yeah i'm excited about these two new projects yeah anyone that finds a project i'd say the first course of action is to create a a, a fred project in the cryptocoin talk project sub forum within the gridcoin forum right this way people can refer to it and like you know uh, we've currently got some questions like, you know, does it have SSL? Where are the important links that we can use to, you know, add the project to the client? But then that's also an opportunity to take the... We've got a, a kind of loosely defined, like, uh, whitelist uh, kind of checklist that uh, ideally the project admin should fill out uh, to which we can, uh, you know, as a community, make a, a better, uh, you know evaluate the project more on its merits of you know uh security or whatnot uh when we're doing a poll but generally uh create the the white the the, the thread right try and contact the admin to get them to answer some of the questions uh present all that information then fire out the the vote and we'll vote on it basically 
And once it's uh, if it passes, then you contact uh, RT Money or Rob, and uh, they'll get it added in. Okay. All right. Well, I appreciate it if uh, you know if you're interested in adding new projects. If you took the initiative to create the thread for it, then you know we'll uh, get there sooner rather than later. You know. All right. Moving on, uh, we've got Erkin's post about the current poll statuses. Uh, Erkin, do you want me to discuss this, or do you want to take ahead? Well, um, there are only two polls at the moment. Uh, one is about removing uh, Burp from the whitelist because it doesn't have uh, working units, um, which was the case, for example, at the challenge. And also right now, I, that's going on like for three or four weeks now. And the interesting thing was always when we uh, brought it up in a, in a, in a post like uh, in a forum or so, suddenly <laughs> there were working units again. Yeah, so there might be some say, speculation about that, but the fact remains uh, that it doesn't have working units. Yeah, from what we can see in the check working units from Fediverse. And uh, yeah, the poll currently is about removing it or not, and like uh, more than 80% approve the removal. And the vote is still going on until January the 4th. And uh, the other one, the second poll, is about uh, making uh, adverse, an advertisement on Boingstats. Boingstats is uh, a site where you can gather statistics about your Boing uh, projects. Yeah, it's a huge site. There are like two or three such sites. Um, but the thing is, uh, the guy who makes it, Vortec, I think, yeah, he said that the admin of the site didn't yet reply. But uh, the, the, the poll is still on, ongoing and it's like 99%, more than 99% uh, also in approval. Um, and the poll goes until January 8th, so four days longer than the other, than the bird poll. Yeah, but uh, we have to wait until the site admin replies. Yeah, and the, uh, the ad will cost like 310 euro, which will be paid from the foundation funds. Yeah, and the poll is basically, should the foundation pay it? Uh, and there were also past polls like that. You know, I think uh, Vortex said like in June already. And perhaps yeah. some other people can mm, tell more about it now. Yeah, uh, with regards to previous instances of voting, of uh, advertising on Boinkstat. So I took the initiative to uh, run advertisements on Boinkstats back in October through November last year and also uh, I think like January or February time I'm not quite sure uh, of like this year uh, either way uh, we saw a really good return on an, uh, you know investment in terms of like you know advertising costs for the amount of users we received back uh, back in October last year so if we can do those uh, if we're going to achieve the same figures of recruitment as back then That'd be great. I mean, we were getting like 50, 60 people a day, you know, for like a month, which is pretty impressive. So I'm in favor of it. I, I think it, I think we may have like, you know, not it might not be as successful this time around because, you know, maybe uh, the team requirement is holding people back, you know. Uh, on the other hand, perhaps users just didn't see it last time around, so maybe they will still get recruited. So we'll see. But I'm in favor of it, and I've voted to approve it. Uh, with regards to Burp, yeah, I, I'd like to see Burp, uh, you know, putting up like 
a priority paywall or something, you know, integrating Gridcoin or some other cryptocurrency or even issuing its own crypto. Because uh, at the moment, they do have a lack of work units. And, you know, if they've not had work for a large period, if they have instances of no work, then people who crunched, you know, several weeks ago are still being rewarded significantly for past computation despite not keeping up that computation, you know what I mean? So I think it's uh, it's something that could be improved, uh, you know, if we integrated, the, if we created the grey list. And Slimeball is bringing up, yeah, didn't we figure out the grey list like two months ago? We kind of discussed the concept of the, the grey list, but no development has actually gone into it uh, thus far. Uh, it's still a theoretical thing. So yeah, I support the removal of Burp, uh, at least for the, the near uh, future. Uh, and I have voted to support it. Um, sorry, where were we on the Google thing? Did we vote to do that? Like for Vortac was saying that, I think. What was that? For Google? Where were we on that? Was, wasn't was Vortac saying that he wanted to do that? Uh, I think he dis- I think he mentions that he wanted to like double the amount that we're spending on Google Ads so that we're... I think it's currently the case that we're occasionally on the front page of, uh, you know, the Google search results for Boink. Uh, and if we were to, like, up it to, like, $6 a day, then we would always be there, which would be pretty good. Because if you could, we compared the Google trends of, uh, you know, Boink to all the different cryptocurrencies, and Boink's got far greater Google trends, uh, you know, value than even Steemit, you know, uh, which is higher than, you know, Gridcoin and uh stuff like that so six dollars a day that's not it, bad it's all right you know but i mean he's not put up a, a foundation expense for that if i recall yeah. uh so i think that's just in the back burner while we focus on the point uh, the boink stats advertisement campaign what about like amazon or something like that like an alternative to google adsense or whatever the hell i'm not familiar with amazon advertising yeah there are alternatives, apparently, so I was just looking that up. Yeah, I mean, uh, if there is uh, another website where we may get, like, a flood of new, you know, users, that would be a good idea. Like, with Boink Stats, that was, like, hitting a gold mine, you know? Uh, yeah, just have to find some kind of tech site that doesn't have a Boink team, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, remove the, the team requirement. <laughs> that too, yeah, yeah. That idea's been around long enough. Maybe he's kind of softening up to it a little bit now. You know how stuff is, man. For, at first, everything sounds like a terrible idea. I'm actually in favor of team requirements. I was also uh, earlier on against it, but the more I think it, I like the team requirement. It's hilarious. I was uh, for it, and now I'm against it. I just think that it crushes our word of mouth marketing potential which is not good i mean like you know it, it should be the case that you know uh linus tech tips does like you know build design uh you know build logs or whatever for earning grid coin and stuff because they've done the same for folding and even maybe for boink in the past and they mention uh bitcoin heavily in the past you know so you know the problem with that is that they have their own team you know i don't know yeah. It's definitely uh, uh, an interesting topic of discussion. <laughs> so, moving on, uh, 
The next topic is uh, ditching coinpayments.net in favour of using uh, GoEarl.io. So we previously did uh, pass a foundation expense for coin payments. Uh, that was like $700 get integrated. Then every 90 days, if we didn't meet like a $5,000 a month uh, trading volume, then we would have to pay, uh, you know, another $300 like every 90 days so which is like a hundred dollars a month i mean on one hand like they do have quite a large store base uh, but on the other hand that's quite a lot to you know continuously be paying for uh although you know it is a bit of chicken and the egg kind of situation we need to have a payment processor before we get higher trading volume which increases liquidity or something but anyways yeah uh this GoEarl.io is fully open source, uh, and you can contribute to it. Uh, does anyone have any kind of knowledge of how integration, uh, it, how we can proceed with integrating Gridcoin into GoEarl.io? Well, from what I saw from it, there is a couple of familiar-looking coins that are in our code. Like, there's a lot of coins in our code, so I don't know, man. They all kind of look the same just with different names in them and stuff, just so long as, like, the calls are good, I think shit will work. Like, I was just thinking, like, is it is it just as simple as adding an extra line of code or something? Like, uh, you know, like the magic numbers or address structure, or is uh, GoWorld.io going to have to run our wallet in the background in order to support this, you know? For a little bit of foreshadowing, that's about how easy it was for the QT5. So yeah, cool. like plug in different words and now all of a sudden it's not deprecated and compatible and you're like, what? <laughs> I changed a couple of words. Yeah, it's fine now. I don't know, whatever. So code's kind of fun like that, but I'm learning anyway. Could be really easy. There's like Potcoin and Veracoin and some other coins that, aren't like pieces of shit that on there already so if we could get integrated that'd be fun company too yeah the supported cryptocurrencies for goearl.io are bitcoin litecoin paycoin <laughs> scam <laughs> dogecoin dash uh speedcoin what uh redcoin potcoin feathercoin vertcoin verycoin peercoin monetary unit and swisscoin all right <laughs> Pure coin's okay. Yeah. Uh, a resurgence of red coin wouldn't be the worst thing. Mm. But fuck Reddit. I think that's Reddit shit, isn't it? No, red coins, like, they've got proof of stake velocity. So the longer you hold onto coins, the less able to stake they are, I guess. You know, it's, it kind of encourages, like, their. No, 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 no. It's confusing what they say. It's basically a normal pause, yeah. I, I also thought at the beginning, it's like, yeah, if you are more active and so, you, you would gain, for example, more, but it's just a normal pause. It's um, stated differently. There is a calculator on the Reddit page where you can see how, how, how much you would get from the pause or so, but basically it's a normal pause. But another thing, what they are doing currently, which... Um, um, fits into what you are doing is uh, on their roadmap is to make uh, tipping 
spot. Or, or third, enable tipping for sites for various social sites. Yeah. And, uh, it goes a little bit in the direction of the project rain. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure if, if, if they want to go into that yet. Uh, but, but it, it looks like it. Yeah. But currently what they are trying to do is, uh, uh, registering names. Yeah. Uh, like, um, that you have an alias kind of thing, yeah, and then I guess from there, yeah, it's impossible to use this tipping. But uh, there is nothing yet out. Yeah, but uh, they want to do something there. So they are talking like about that like four or five months already, and it was planned to bring this um, name alias stuff in, in December now, but I guess it won't be happening. So in, in the first quarter of 2017, over. Cool. <laughs> so I'm just reading up like the uh, the development process for goworld.io. Like I've just found a page that's discussing. I'm not sure if they're meant. So I'm just giving it a read. It, say, it says. Uh, uh... Looks like you can kind of use it as a front end for like a payment processor on a, a domain. So if we had like a site that we link to kind of like that other one that's on our um other site there all right wow okay so i just found a uh one of their payment uh, methods or well their options for payment uh is like they offer developing like an entire entire payment processor you know including any uh, custom cryptocurrency you want and it's 400 bitcoins i don't think that's exactly what we want <laughs> no that's pretty expensive yeah that's quite we could probably figure it out ourselves then it's not the hardest thing in the world i think what we should do is uh we, we should now assign uh, one or two or whatever people who look into this and then they can report uh then in the next hangout yeah what what they found out and stuff Okay. Yeah, what's the can somebody type the URL thank thank you. Uh or type the URL. I can't understand what you are saying. There. Thank you. That's why I couldn't find uh, it. I thought you said go URL. <laughs> yeah. No, it is. It's it's a uh, gourl.io. I'll check it out cuz uh, you know I'm I want to want to accept gridcoin for VPSs and stuff, so I'll take a look. Yeah, man. It's pretty neat actually. Like I searched uh crypto processor something and that was like the sixth thing down the list i'm like oh holy shit open source what are we talking about here now it's pretty exciting wordpress and all types of stuff compatibles already so any volunteers who, who want to look into this uh, more how it works, what we need to do. Yeah, yeah, I'll look into it a bit. Like, but I'd appreciate it if other people also looked into it, you know. <laughs> yeah, my lady was just starting to learn WordPress, and we were probably going to build our own site soon, so might be worth a look, too. Awesome. Costs like 10 bucks. Let's have some fun. All right, plan. Uh, right, should we move on to the next topic, then? Sure. Cool. I wrote it down. <laughs> Uh, the next topic was suggested by Erkin, and it's regarding uh, Bitcoin's rise in value and its uh, effects on altcoin like Redcoin. So if anyone doesn't know, uh, Bitcoin has risen in value by, like, what, $150 in the last, like, five days? It's over $900 at the moment, or hovering around about there? 950 I think. Mm. 
So, Erkin, do you want to lead with your kind of thoughts, or should we just all throw our ideas out there? Yeah, I think everyone should throw in. But currently, it's like nine hundred two dollars. Yeah, uh, it, it it crossed the nine hundred dollar border. I think uh, two days ago, <laughs> and I think the max was at nine hundred fifteen, nine hundred twenty or so. Um, the past value where it was high was like I don't know three years ago, one thousand two hundred dollars. Uh, yeah, and so the effect is basically that most of the coins uh, <laughs> lose in value, which is an opportunity for, let's say, newcomers, yeah, that they can uh, buy easier or cheaper coins and then uh, it profits uh, their staking chances. Um, yeah, but or they can just buy <laughs> other coins, yeah, how they like. Um, the question is now how long this will uh, go on like that with Bitcoin, because if it finishes, then it will boop, jump up again high. Yeah, I think I think everyone leaves alternative cryptocurrencies as a rally forms with Bitcoin. Like as Bitcoin starts to shoot up, like all the lo- the altcoins, like you know, shoot down. It's just kind of like a a back-and-forth kind of process you spot. Like, uh, it's quite interesting if you go on some of the troll boxes, you know, or go on, like, slash R BTC, you know, or slash R cryptocurrency and see what people are saying. You know, uh, I've seen, like, large sell balls of, like, millions of dollars of uh, Ethereum going on at the moment. So maybe they're buying into Bitcoin and stuff. But hopefully, like, you know, uh, if Bitcoin goes down, people will it and go back to alts you know and as you say uh you know now's a better time to buy in to grid coin than you know at the peak of when we had uh you know back in october when the value shot up massively you know uh like i think it's only like 400 dollars or something in order to get like a, a, va- a quantity of grid coin to which you could stake on a daily basis with i think at the moment don't quote me on that but i mean that's kind of like an investment. Uh, so, yeah, it's pretty good. I'll try time to stake one moment, then we know. Yeah, but I think it was 400k GRC, but that's the, you know, maximum value. Karka made some tests and uh, he said he didn't need so much. So, yeah, February says to theoretically guarantee daily staking, you need 400, 100 400,159.2 GRC, but it will be less, I guess, perhaps 300k or something. Uh, that's but but that's for POS, yeah, proof of stake, not for proof of work or um, the 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 the, um, the the boink work you do. Yeah, that's much faster. You can get that quite fast, yeah. Yeah, it's also not taking into account the current quantity of staking coins so that's taking into account all the existing coins so if there's only like i don't know half of the coins staking then you will need half of that amount to stake on a daily basis yeah i mean personally i have my coins split up into like 25k staking chunks and i stake on like you know every other day basis you know so it's pretty good with that address i mean i stick like every day with the same wallet that's like that's fine for me. I don't like to complicate things. <laughs> I tried to do it, and then I just jacked myself out of some depot, so fuck it. Well, looking at Bitcoin, it going up massively in value, it's worth keeping an eye on slash RBTC. It's kind of like the more... Uh, 
the negative side of uh, you know disenfranchised Bitcoin users compared to slash our Bitcoin that was like you know heavily censored and whatnot. But uh, you know something that's worth keeping an, uh, an eye on is uh, if the amount of unconfirmed transactions like runs away because they've still got that one bit, uh, megabyte uh, block size. They're trying to ease it with like SegWit and stuff like that uh, and off chain scaling, which isn't actually implemented yet. But if say if Bitcoin was to shoot up to like $2,000 or something crazy, not saying that it will, but if that happened, then tons of people would flood in, try and do transactions. And, you know, if, if they face like, you know, a hundred thousand transactions in the, you know, in the uh, unconfirmed log or, you know, unconfirmed transaction pool, then those users may get frustrated enough to move on to the alternative cryptocurrencies which you know yeah but um yeah i don't think that will happen or i mean currently um with the bitcoin um, probably most people have the bitcoin on the exchange yeah and uh when they withdraw it yeah it it i would say it wouldn't matter yeah when 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 it comes into their wallet it's important just that they can do it on the exchange fast and then the arrival i don't know in most cases yeah, I mean, it it could be delayed, as you say. Yeah, but it's it's I think not so important, or yeah, I guess I was just hoping you know for Bitcoin to break, <laughs> you know, and serve the uh, the altcoins to get their time in the uh, the main light, you know. <laughs> yeah, I'm upset that I don't have enough to buy any anymore. Well, buy Bitcoin. Yeah, you know, I was gonna use that huge stake. No, I'm kidding. I enjoy nah, being man. rich in Bitcoin because that's happening. I mean, whoa. With Bitcoin, like if you're buying now and it rises to a thousand dollars, you've only made like a hundred dollars. But if you buy Gridcoin and then it rises significantly, I, I've, I think there's there's less gains to be made, like with a small amount with Bitcoin, in my opinion, than you know the smaller alternative cryptocurrencies. I think Bitcoin is supposed to be like a secure payment processor or something. I don't know. That's how I'm seeing it being used now as like something actual because it was supposed to be something to dodge the dollar, but apparently it's just not going to fucking die. So, because everybody's like, oh, it's worth $900. Like, who gives a shit? That's not what this is about. I, I thought, anyway, if it's about getting rich, well, okay, then you guys are kind of the problem. I thought we were trying to like not fuck each other over. Nah, we're uh, we're a proof of stake crypto, so we do need investors. Not you, not not us, not Gridcoin. I meant Bitcoin. Like, I don't have any Bitcoin. Maybe I'm just jealous. Whatever. It's all right. We'll, we'll have our yeah. time. It's Christmas, guys. We. I have a Bitcoin address. I'll post it later. Happy Bitcoin Christmas. Address. <laughs> what's up man happy festivus alright should we move on to the next topic then which is uh, unless anyone has anything to say about uh, the relation of bitcoin's price rise and bitcoin I just put antlers on sweet nothing about bitcoin though alright cool, cool. Uh, the next topic is the status of audio editing for hangouts and a kind of strategy for going onwards uh, in my opinion I think we should go for like a uh, uh, you know, 
rather than a weekly schedule, like every couple weeks we hold a hangout so that we have more to talk about and so that there's just less workload for you, uh, Reno. Uh, do you have, like, uh, you know, thoughts on this? I was actually thinking I could start editing to a week since payments come in. We talked about that a little bit last time, that there's some obvious incentive, like, do something jackass you know kind of thing so uh yeah i could probably be spurred to do like one every few days i was i was saying that to pepper too like i have like the best intention and i'm like no i'm just gonna bang it out and as much as i don't want it to take six hours it just fucking does uh so (laughs) it's not like i'm trying to be like an asshole about it so but like there's obviously people that want to know what the fuck is going on i was on half under the impression and we can go through past episodes because I'm sure we discussed it about like kind of holding off on the release. And there's been, you know, some discussion as to whether or not that there might be some merit to holding off on releases for like at least a week or two being, as we discussed some like zero day ass flaws occasionally in the hangout. And now, yeah. So, but you know, I have no problem with doing more quicker. Um, but we can catch up if I do like two a week for the next three weeks or whatever. We'll probably be caught up, right? That'd be pretty cool. Is there a way we can, like, you know, minimize the work you need to actually output? I mean, uh... no, because I do a beautiful job. It's <laughs> just so... <laughs> no, it's it's just uh, well, to be honest, there is like a bunch of shit going on at home here it's it's the holidays so you know those always go well that's cool and uh yeah (laughs) cool well i'm looking forward to the uh the future hangout episodes being released uh with regards to like zero days and stuff like that if there's anything really really bad that we find we don't really we kind of keep it off air i guess you know what i mean so anything we discuss on here is pretty much public i guess (laughs) okay Okay. yeah cool like you know i I just don't want to give people like a a way to fuck with us or something or you know there's also been some time to think about some things that have been discussed here and i don't know whether or not it makes either party look good or bad and i don't think any of that's important i think it'd probably be boring for the end user either way <laughs> I, I think if there's anything anyone said that they want to not have included, they'll have you know they'll speak up afterwards. Be like, hey okay. man, can you like cut out that bit where I was talking about that? You know what I mean? If that yeah. isn't the case, then it's just you know like m- m- putting yeah. the uh, putting it all together and removing bad microphone kind of noise. Okay, but yeah, I don't know. I'm oversimplifying it. Um, you no. know what I mean? <laughs> oh man, that's that's fair. That's democratic as shit. I don't, I, you know. I know this it's is it, it's hard because like I'm given like the power to like but, but like most of the time like ninety nine point nine 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 percent of the time I'm just making sure that like people aren't talking over each other and there isn't weird clicks mm-hmm. and beeps over everything yeah um, as as a remark yeah um, people suggested they would also get what want the, the the raw audio or something. Um, which which we discussed in the last hangout, but I think if someone is really interested in in the hot topics, yeah, they should just come to IRC. Yeah, the 
topics from the Hangout are posted there public, yeah? And if they are interested in something, they should just ask in IRC or so, yeah? They they probably will get fast an answer, yeah? So it's not really that yeah. uh, they have to wait until it's released, yeah? They can gather it, come to IRC, ask, yeah? Only that, with just a browser click, nothing more. Is that too? Yeah, ultimately, you can read the RSVP threads each week and decide if you're actually interested in attending, or you can respond to the RSVP thread after the fact, and people will probably respond. Uh, you're right. But in terms of, like, you know, the raw uh, audio files, anyone and everyone can be recording this at their own discretion, you know. Uh, if you want to... Uh, if you want the file but you don't want to listen to it, you could like set up your computer, like you know, to record while you're away, and uh, you could do that. You know what I mean? Uh, but yeah, yeah, I have all the raw stuff. If anybody feels like whacking things, number eighteen is quite large. It was like four hours and fifteen minutes. If that's the one we're talking about there. Mercosi is asking questions can be PM to someone for inclusion on IRC. Preferably, like, yeah, if that's the case, it'd be decent if the person would post the topic on Steam it on their behalf. That way, that like you know, hopefully we'll you know put the RSVP threads up like a week in advance. Often it's like the day before because I'm not organized. Uh, but that will give us all a bit of time to kind of like you know read it, be like, all right, cool, I can research it a little bit so i know what i'm talking about you know i mean yeah i get that not everyone's in steam it but i mean no one uses uh no one contributes to the the thread on crypto coin talk uh and there's very little responses to the uh the posts on reddit uh i don't know i like steam it yeah <laughs> i saved my crypto coin talk post for all at once there <laughs> it's one big one all right, let's move on to the next topic then, which is the challenge statuses. Uh, Erkin, do you want to take the floor or do you want me to speak on your behalf? Yeah, well, uh, car- currently there is a Collards uh, challenge and we are at position three. Uh, at uh, first position is overclock.net and at second, planet3d. Overclock uh, jumped high in the last days. Um, and I think it's still going for two days, something like that. And uh, we certainly will become third. Yeah. And uh, 18 teams are participating with like over 400 users. Um, there was some discussion how the team is uh, before us actually, um, or how, how they can be before us because you know, from they are they had, don't have so many users, and uh, people looked into their machines, and it didn't look like they are actually so good. But it's still ongoing. Yeah, how how this is happening? Mm. Yeah, it it it's a little bit confusing, but nothing, no facts yet. We we need to look more into it. Yeah. The the thing is why this is important is yeah if there would be some cheating, this could be used against Gridcoin. Yeah. People who know that just use it in in Gridcoin and then get the, the more money. Yeah, so it's an important topic. So and uh, yeah, so three four people are looking into it. Let's see. Uh, one of the members of Planet 3D now uh, posted a comment saying, "quote unquote, 
very evil racing this time. So I don't know if that's like an admission, but yeah. Uh, ultimately, uh, Boink is vulnerable to manipulation if there aren't additional, you know, counter collusion or counter cheating mechanisms put in place after, you know, on top of the default, uh, you know. Well, basically, Boink only ships with, like, a, a majority voting mechanism to which if two or three people in a uh, that are working on the same task return, like, you know, a manipulated benchmark that goes with a valid result, then the server will accept a manipulated uh, benchmark, which is a bit of, uh, you know... An issue, but you know the the bigger projects have got extra layers of protection put in. So maybe this is an issue with callouts that they need to address themselves. The admins. It's something we could actually uh, that I was thinking we should include in the uh, in the whitelist kind of checklist uh, or well application checklist. It's kind of like uh, asking the project admins: Have you added in additional you know counter collusion mechanisms or uh, you know cheating detection on top of what is currently implemented by default within Boink, you know, if they have or if they haven't. Potentially, they won't disclose it, but if they haven't, then these are projects that could be manipulated. It's pretty much... I think we all, I think we all need to meet face-to-face, and there's no other way to check if we're real. <clears throat> I'm just... <laughs> yeah, I'm a robot, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm kidding, man. You know... Paranoia gets out of fucking hand, but yeah, it's hard because we don't work for Boink. Should we offer them money? What do people like? A Christmas present? No, probably not. <laughs> yeah, because then they'll be like, "Oh, good coin." Yeah, I guess you could, but I mean, it's quite difficult to get a hold of them. You could like email them and be like, "Yo, what's your grid coin address, David Anderson?" But you know, maybe he's amongst us. You never know. Send him a Balian clip with a Gridcoin logo on it. He likes climbing, <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think he prefers hill walking in it. Yeah. They might use clips still for his water bottle or something. Balian clip. It's like, you know, that cool one. Yeah, I get you. Oh, like clip. a carabiner, you mean? Uh, No, the carabiner is the double, isn't it? I'm not sure. Well, yeah, I get it. We we should be, you know, rewarding them or whatever. But, uh, you know, they'd have to publicly disclose their Gridcoin address. But, yeah, I mean, uh, I think we should look further into potential cheating that's ongoing. Uh, You know, if other teams are doing it, they're not doing it for a financial reason. They're doing it to, you know, troll, to get better, you know, challenge statistics. But, I mean... uh, that's at the potential detriment of the Boink project itself, you know? So if they're returning valid work, but they're manipulating benchmarks to give them a better score, then that's not the worst. But if they're manipulating results, like returning fraudulent results, then that's actually detrimental and needs dealt with, you know what I mean? Oh. But yeah, uh, we'll look into it a bit more. Uh, sorry, totally interrupted you, Erkan. Uh you were discussing the challenges and stuff. Well, um, yeah, mostly that was it for Collats. Yeah, and then on on I think January three, the move wrapper um, challenge starts for one week, so it will be mostly GPUs again. 
And uh, yeah, I don't know if people want to bunk or working units or so. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, and uh, the other thing would be uh, to decide on the on the uh, new challenges in January. And there I would suggest that we take uh, Boeing projects, which we didn't use at all in the challenges so far. And so additionally, uh, write the Boeing admins also, if they would like to come to the Hangout and talk a little bit about their project. Yeah. So mm -hmm. be because, you know, from... From from people who joined so far, yeah, we have such flags, we have Qcoin people, uh, and that was it, or so we could extend it a little bit more to outsiders. So that would be a good chance. Yeah, I think it's a good idea. I think in, uh, you know, getting each of the Boink project admins to give a wee kind of shout out to their own project, explain their research. You know, we can ask them technical questions. Hopefully, they join the community. You know, uh, I'm all in favor of this. Uh, the annoying thing would be is the the main uh, communication medium is like boink private messages, so that'll kind of slow down the uh, the communication process a wee bit. But I like this idea. Good idea. Maybe we should all just do everything over the boink communication board, and then they'll look for alternatives because the boards are getting polluted with all types of crazy shit, or they'll ban us. Nah, nah, well, yeah. I doubt that. You know what I mean? If they ban us, then that's, you know, grounds for uh, whitelist speculation, you know what I mean? But no, I mean, I mean in terms of other uh, challenges, like point projects to pick for new challenges, uh, I can only pick, like, half of the projects because uh, for some reason I've only got the permissions for several of them. Uh, oh, well, it's because I'm the team founder of several, but not all of them. So maybe Rob has more, uh, or maybe it's just a glitch with boinkstats.com that uh, I can't pick all of the projects that we've got whitelisted for the challenge. Uh, so just loose kind of ground uh, idea, what should we go for? Should we go for the projects that we're number one for or the projects in which we're not number one for? Do you think we should have it so that... We we should we should use first the ones which we never use, and it doesn't matter if we are number one or not. Yeah, it's just that we use them and as an opportunity opportunity to to bring them into the hangouts, for example, or whatever benefit or so. Just uh, as a, my main issue is that we use projects which we never used so far to show them that we exist. Yeah, cool. I'll I'll take that into account when I'm picking the next. Uh... Challenges, right? Go, go, go. Input on what challenges anybody might want to see next, because I don't know. It's hard when I think I'm just like, yeah, the ones I do. So, should, do we have like a a random process that anybody can think of or something like that? Well, we can. I mean, this was done in the past already. Uh, Rains. Uh, for, for the challenge time, you know? This was done at the city challenge and then at the World Community Grid also, yeah? We could find some donors who give uh, some GRC and then uh, I'm sure most of the people will <laughs> switch to the challenge project, yeah? It, we, we just have to uh, see if we can find a donor and then we can divide the, the donation to the to different uh, times of the challenges. Okay. Cool, cool. 
All right, uh, let's move on to the next topic then. It's uh, Erkin posting another topic suggestion of uh, the whitelist status of climate prediction. Uh, so the admins uh, have not fixed the statistics exports uh, kind of files for like the last five weeks. So the Gridcoin client has been unable to, you know, include it in the whitelist. Uh, so it's kind of been broken within the Gridcoin reward mechanism. Uh, do you kind of want to discuss this a bit further, Erkin? Well, um, uh, yeah, also my main issue is, okay, I can understand one or two weeks having problems, yeah, but we have now the vacation time and we have already five weeks. So far in the crypto coin forum, a few users asked, oh yeah, let's not kick it, let's, let's keep it. We will ask the CPDN team and so, yeah. But uh, my guess is that Normally, it's like that. Either a fix will come soon, yeah, or it will take a while, yeah. And the other thing, the second thing is, we should treat uh, projects all equally, yeah. If you make a separation for this one, then the other projects also will come and say we will need also a, a, a time off or so something from that. Uh, and the third thing is that uh, the gray listing issue is that um, if it, or it should be done, yeah. But the question is how it should be done. We must vote about the gray listing also, yeah. If if the whales or most people or so want it actually, um, yeah. These are the issues. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I remember the the thread. Uh, it was basically like, oh, we shouldn't go through the the removal from whitelist process because by the time we voted it out, it'll be fixed. Well, that time's come, passed, and is now back in the distance, like, three weeks past, you know what I mean? So, yeah, I think it's inappropriate for it to have been broken for five weeks, you know what I mean? Uh, so I fully support the removal from the whitelist. It can be added back in when it's fixed, you know? But at the moment, no one's getting rewarded for it within the Gridcoin network. If anything, it's just causing instability to a very small degree, Uh and yeah, let's clean it up. Yeah, you know I mean, uh, has anyone created the f- vote yet, or is that something that's coming up soon? Well, I encouraged Erkin to add that uh, check work unit function to Fediverse a couple weeks ago for the gray list, like some kind of precursor to it, so that we can look at it and be like, okay, can we even monitor when projects are out of work? Uh, when is that typical? Is it like, you know, are they sporadic typically? Are they, you know, cause like burp, for example, um, I do video editing, so I could totally fuck with burps <laughs> credit system. Right. Like Erkin was saying, when, as soon as you mentioned that burp is a screw around project, all of a sudden there's work units to do. So we we really need to be a little bit tighter on our vetting process so that people that like to beak can't. Yeah, that that, that is um, what frustrates me a little bit. Yeah, Fediverse is exactly um, 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 or all the, the the check feature was done for that. So basically, I have seen fast that Burp has no working units. Yeah, but I posted in the forum, whatever. Yeah. It, Took like two or three weeks, yeah, to get the poll up. That's, uh, st- yeah, that okay. Let me say, that's stupid. <laughs> yeah. 
That's <laughs> stupid. Yeah, if if it's if it gets clear that it doesn't have for one week or something, yeah, the the poll should go up um, fast because the poll will go for one week or two weeks. So we have in total three weeks already. Yeah, but if we delay it already, it begin to three weeks, then we have one month or more. Yeah, that's too long. Yeah, after one week we should bring it up, and then uh, it's in total only three weeks time. For example, or we can make the poll only one week, then it would be two weeks. Yeah. And if he sees, sees, for example, oh, okay, it was a false alarm or something, we can still cancel the poll. Yeah, like, oh, yeah, um, in misconfusion or whatever, yeah. I hope that will not happen, but... Yeah, I think two weeks is pretty fair, because uh, for a poll length, uh, I mean, it does... If there is an issue of a project that's, you know, a week long, then it's grounds for removal from the whitelist to a certain degree if they've not put up, you know, an explanation and, like, a a due time for the like fixing it or whatever but yeah as you say another two weeks further that's like three weeks total is taken to remove it uh which is quite slow uh but at the same time if it's only a week long poll then you know chances are people don't always check you know uh they might have burp going and the only checks they're doing uh on it are making sure it's not on fire or something every few days you know what i mean uh I don't know. I think, yeah, improving it further than what it currently is, uh, you know, the three weeks time limit, I mean, uh, would require the grey list. And we've kind of discussed it in the past. I think monitoring the server status XML page is probably the best way of going about it. Uh, yeah. Might be a cool way to jam out a free pool too, but that's like a whole other thing. So what I wanted to say that there are Boeing projects, for example, in Fedis code, um, there are Boeing projects with, which have also zero working units, but they have in progress working units. Yeah, so it works, but the 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 um, they just have none until they are returned the working units. Yeah, but the ones which I mean like Burp, yeah, it was it was clear they have no working units ready and they have no working units sent out which need to be returned. Yeah, so that's very clear to see that there's something wrong. Yeah, and and there we can act fast. Yeah, if this goes on for like four days, something is wrong. Okay, what we could do is, yeah, we could write into their forum, oh, we have noticed, yeah, that you have no working units anymore. If the other admin doesn't reply in X days, I don't know what X should be, yeah, we can bring it up. Yeah, because if the admin is not reading his own forum, yeah, that's also not a good sign, yeah. Or if yeah. no one replies there. Yeah. So we could make it like that, you know. So if Fediverse recognizes zero, zero, also no working units to be sent and no working units outside which can be returned, yeah, post, someone posts uh, uh, in, in their forum, yeah, and then we wait like three days or so, or I don't know, yeah, and then bring up a poll. But the thing is that I can't make the poll, yeah, you need a 100 pay GRC. Yeah, and and I have to get someone to make it. Yeah, and in verb now. Yeah, yeah, I can do that for you, man. No worries. Yeah, I get that. Uh, two weeks. Yeah, it's too long. There's yeah. also work units awaiting validation. They have to take into account some projects don't make the. Uh, they delay the work unit verification until like they've got all work units that they've uh, distributed uh, have been returned. Right. Uh, they evaluate at a later date so that they can spot, you know, potential collusion uh, on a greater scale rather than just on an individual uh, work unit basis. So, yeah, uh, work units available in progress and awaiting validation. I agree. 
Now also, World Community Grid is like a different monster too, don't we have to, because they don't display any work units anytime, right? Sorry, what was that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like that. But, but... Work units for, yeah, yeah. World Community Grid, they don't display work units anytime. There's a couple... Uh, SZ Tacky, I think, and World Community Grid, and something else doesn't play nice with the XML, so mm. they don't display any work units, even if they're active. Well, that's something we could approach the World Community Grid staff about, you know, be like, uh, your your lack of displayed statistics uh, with, you know, server statistics, or server status statistics even, uh, is detrimental to the Gridcoin network. Can you amend this, please? You know, obviously we probably won't vote them out, but it's just like, uh, at least recognize we exist. <laughs> yeah, they have some proprietary stuff that might be hanging out in the way because they have their own client and stuff, right? I, I think they've just got like uh, a skinned client. I don't think it's incompatible, but I do believe they have, you know, I think their server status page is tucked away or not easily available. Yeah. Actually, to be a dick, I do remember there was a point around 7.2 or 7.1 or whatever where you had to download the World Community Grid version to install World Community Grid, and then you could install the newer version to install stuff on top and the World Community Grid projects like the world work units would keep going. Otherwise you couldn't install world community grid. Well, that's a bit unless strange. you installed their version. Yeah. That was, <clears throat> that was like a couple of years ago though. When I remember I had the computers over by the window here, but now they're all downstairs and that's been a couple of years. So cool. Hopefully it's no longer an issue then, but yeah, definitely. We'll, we'll reach out to world community grid staff. Uh, you know, they get paid to do that shit so they can respond during the week. Probably though, you know, yeah, Call IBM. That's who's in charge, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. That'd be pretty good. Hey, IBM, buy some grid coin. I'm sure they'll be super cooperative. Yeah. Yeah. So while while we are with IBM, you know, I misunderstood something what you said, but, uh, you know, it's for IBM, it should not be uh, difficult to make their own Boink coin with this Hyperledger, yeah? which is going on with the Linux Foundation and so on, yeah? It should be quite easy <laughs> to uh, reward their own uh, Boeing users with, with with that coin, yeah? Yeah, I've got, uh, I think, three types of Hyperledger products supported within uh, Project Rain. So the Boeing project, that is. So if they feel inclined to do so, or if anyone in the community wants to take up the challenge, we could... So, you know. Yeah, me and Hey Merlin are going to be rich then. So. <laughs> we'll give you guys some. Don't worry. Sweet, sweet. Keep us in mind. You've been really, no, you've been really cool to me. So. <laughs> it's not about cool. money. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, moving on to the next topic is, uh, yeah, the status of the QT5 porting. This is your uh, Fred suggestion, Reno. Do you want to kind of take uh, the lead in this discussion? Yeah, uh, shit, I really, really have to pee. This is like the worst timing ever. Can I just give me, yeah, like, I, I can talk yeah. about some random shit for a sec. 30 guy. seconds. No yeah, worries, I man. Okay. I, I can tell a little bit about it until he comes back and he can extend it. 
Cool, go for it, dude. So, uh, yeah, there's a Python script with a CPP uh, app. And uh, what you do is you um, um, let it run over the Gridcoin source code, yeah, and it... Uh, Edited some, it edits some some files, and uh, the goal is to make it Qt5 compatible. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I guess Rhino can tell his results about that. Cool, excellent. Or we could continue something else, and when Rhino comes back, he can just <laughs> <laughs> jump in. I don't know. Do you want me to, you know, discuss my? Uh... My literature review, I could go grab it and read the, the intro and the conclusion, maybe. Yeah, I mean, at least uh, someone should say something. I mean, not that we... Or we make a collective toilet uh, visit now. <laughs> yeah, bio gents. All right, perfect. <laughs> maybe you could tell me a little bit about Project Rain. Until Kasemana comes back. Well, Project Rain is... Uh, it works like that. It's a Boeing project where you associate uh, your Boeing CPID with a coin's address. And the coins can be a lot. Yeah, most of the common ones, um, customer can tell the list, I think like 30, 50 coins or so. There's many kinds of coins. There's like Golem, Next, and probably not cure coin because you guys are stupid and then there's like like all these other cool coins but yeah you can rain them on other projects that aren't grid coin bound or other people that have wallets for doing non-grid coin or grid coin associated things you know well a use cases for example if you since we uh the idea with QCoin at begin to meet up was marketing. So you can do some marketing like, like you know, hey, we want to fund something or donate something, yeah. And then you would go and say, okay, please go to Project Rain side, yeah. Associate your Boeing project ID with the coin, and then we will uh, give you all so much coins. It will be divided based on your uh, work you do, yeah. You know. So most marketing activities could be done like that, yeah. Or if, if, for example, Boeing admins could also use it, you know, when you back. Ah, okay. Customer can continue. Sorry, what were we talking about? I was away. Well, well, well. Um, crypto nerd asked uh, some some info. Ask what this project rain is about. I told him, uh, or you can tell again. Yeah, I'll, I'll just kind of summarize it. So Project Rain is like extending... Well, currently, you're able to distribute Gridcoin to Gridcoin users by extracting the, you know, the Gridcoin address you use to stake and, well, register your uh, CPID with onto the Gridcoin network. Uh, with this, you're able to reward users on an individual project basis or across the board, right? Uh, so that's just a form of tipping. But then... I had this idea of uh, what if we were to able to link uh, a CPID, which is your Boink ID, uh, to other addresses. Initially, we went with the idea of uh, creating, you know, smart transactions where you register your address within the Gridcoin, you know, blockchain. But that proved to be quite difficult. We got like the majority of the code integrated, and then it was. It was just complex, like users were going to have to manually create a raw transaction, you know, with like multiple steps. It was fucking difficult. Uh, 
So yeah, I created a Boink project with the purpose of, the only purpose of uh, linking your CPID to like 36 different cryptocurrencies. So uh, there's still a few hurdles left to go before this is going to be uh, released but it's fully open source so you can run it yourself and uh so password hashing needs to be improved uh and i also have to figure out some kind of work unit to distribute because when you register uh your account you get randomly assigned uh, a random cpid and until you for, uh, return your first work unit uh it's random and then it merges with all your other uh cpids from you know the rest of your bank accounts anyways uh so yeah uh People will be able to extract the uh, XML files from the Project Rain Boink project and be able to match your CPID to as many cryptocurrencies that you are involved with. Uh, so, say you were to attach your your Gridcoin, uh, sorry, your your Boink CPID. Uh, Marcos, you were just talking about uh, Project Rain at the moment. Uh, so, if you were to link your CPID to uh, your BitShares account, for example, right? Then you would be able to, and say we're you sorry, you're, if you were able to get like a thousand users to do this, and then you issued your own asset on like the BitShares platform, then you'd be able to distribute that asset to a thousand users based on their Boink computation. So it's kind of like extending the distributed proof of research mechanism to all the other cryptocurrencies out there except it's in a static manner uh, rather than like a dynamic so it's like uh it's kind of centralized rather than decentralized like you are the issuer of like a new token and you know you have the responsibility of distributing it and stuff rather than the gridcoin network autonomously distributing rewards out to users without human interaction you know so that's kind of like the long tldr uh, on uh project rain uh, yeah any kind of questions for me, on? <laughs> no, that makes sense. Thank you. Cool. Uh, I guess I could talk about the QT5 sort of yeah, stuff. Yeah, man, go for it, dude. Yeah. Um, so, success. <laughs> uh, yeah, what uh, Erkin had told earlier and what I had foreshadowed also earlier, uh, I found a GitHub I can commit. It's like basically what porting from QT4 to QT5 involves was just like a batch said, and uh, some guy made like a little proggy out of it and uh, ran it through it. It was kind of like a QMake with CLang uh, and LLNV. It was just, I don't know. It's kind of like a little, just swap these words around. And yeah, it apparently made it compatible with QT5. So uh, in the process of building it, I got drunk and uh, didn't have Boost installed. So it's just kind of like sitting at that point right now. Also because I found out in my search that uh, Tavok... Uh, apparently accomplished this task on November 21st. And I don't know if QT5 is now just part of the code or what, but <clears throat> there's points in the code on GitHub, etc. that uh, point to, yeah, it's there's QT5 being installed on your shit. 
So I don't know what the hell it, is that maybe an obsolete concern and there's just bad communication going on. Uh, if not, I'm successful in the task and I don't know if I'm waiting from word back from Tavok on IRC otherwise. It could be worth uh, emailing Rob at uh, contact at gridcoin.us. Uh, you know, okay. he gets back to you quite easily. Uh, if you don't hear back from him, uh, potentially it's because of your email address domain. I know that my at grcno.co.uk uh, domain gets blocked. Uh, it's just a crazy spam filter or something, you know? Okay. I have, like, a bunch of different kinds of domains to email from, so... That's right. But yeah, I mean, uh, I believe Tavok was working on uh... Arch. Yeah, I, Arch. It's on a, yeah. AUR, like an Arch repository. And That's that was good. pretty much exactly what I was working on. I'm compiling it in Arch. And then I was like, well, what the hell? Tavok did that. I thought they said that there was problems. And then Kroc was like, oh, yeah, it's going to be a severe undertaking, all this renaming and stuff. And then I'm like, well, if it's just renaming stuff, then. It's just got to be renaming stuff. Mm. So fucking... And then some guy figured that out too. So that's basically all it is. It's just removing deprecated functions and replacing them with usable functions. Code, man. It's not that bad. Sweet. Uh, what's worth checking is if it works on uh, Ubuntu, you know, and then, uh, you know, contact Rob, potentially put it into, you know, Put it through this tool you found. Uh, submit it as like a pull request. Rob can like pull it and see if it works with Windows and stuff. And hell, it might might get integrated. Uh, you know, okay. for all the clients, it'd be cool. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I'll try it on Ubuntu like after this then, because yeah, I'm pretty excited. Sweet. Like Qt is not even really hard. I also installed it for Windows, and if this works out, I'll start figuring out. Uh, a QT skin for fucking Android wallet because Erkin was like, well, you need to find a POS staking wallet. Uh, and then I showed fucking lag and he said, that's ridiculous. This is some pre-mined scam coin bullshit. And I'm like, yeah, but earlier installments record it as being a staking wallet. Like, Is this the Android client you found? Uh, for SAR coin. I don't know if it's like cool but anyway i need to what find something that's capable of staking on android right why is that hard because our neural network isn't ported to android correct well it it would be difficult to get a client staking on android because yeah the you know the neural network's only windows based at the moment but it's also because there's a lot of uh there's quite a lot of uh, changes to the block structure from, you know, the pure coin, or well, black coin fork, you know, uh, that we based Gridcoin off of. Uh, I'm not sure how many people would stake from Android. I mean, maybe people would. Uh, it'd be cool to look into, but I think it would be a lot of work. Yeah, I mean, but... Or at least uh, make something spendable from Android. Yeah, we got we got clients on Android. We've got uh, you know the BitShares clients. We've got uh, Coinomi, and I think there's another one. Uh, you know, so I think we've got at least three on Android at the moment. Is there? We don't have like a, an official one though, like like our own. 
I don't know how to even put that. No, we don't have our own official uh, wallet for Gridcoin on Android. But, I mean, you know, meh. Because, like, hard drives are getting pretty big on phones, and everything's like a freaking quad-core now, so... Yeah, I guess. It's not unreasonable to ask of somebody that wants to use this stuff, and if we can, in return, reply with a cool marketplace. I have, like, six graphics cards for sale, if anybody wants, by the way. Gridcoin, what's up? Sweet. Yeah, they're not good. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say that when you try to sell them, man. Shit. Sell it, man. Sell it. Sure. But no, yeah, make a make a thread, see what people think, you know, if they want to get involved in that. There, yeah. there is a marketplace for Gridcoin on Reddit. You know that? You can post it there. There's also coin to pay. Let me give you the Yeah, link. coin to pay works too. Coin to pay what I've seen was like Gridcoin market on Reddit. Almost like cop patent trolls, like people like charging you like ninety thousand grid coins for like a sixty four fifty or some bullshit. Open Bazaar just integrated uh, Shapeshift, so you're able to pay uh, for goods in Open Bazaar with like thirty six different altcoins. So back again to the topic of let's get added to fucking uh, Shapeshift. <laughs> yeah. What's wrong with Shapeshift? Why don't Why don't they like us? I don't know. Do they need like a horse or a nice sword or something? Just need more users uh, emailing them up, being like, "Can you add Gridcoin, please?" Okay. Sweet. So moving on to the next topic, uh, it is uh, discussing al- alternative social media channels. Uh, so such ideas as like Demon Saw, Telegram, and Mines, uh, and Discord. So. Uh, Telegram, we've created a new Telegram group. Uh, this is one that we can publicly link. Uh, we've sent it to a couple uh, large uh, Telegram, you know, group detail websites, whatever, to get added to get more users in. We've got about 20 users at the moment. Uh, I've created a Gridcoin sticker pack, like very different Boink related stickers for, like, you know, shits and giggles. Uh, I've not used Demon Saw myself personally. Uh, I think Karaka's interested in that quite a bit. Yeah, it seems like a cooler retro share, like, but it doesn't share your IP. That's good. Yeah. Sorry, no, I was just going to say we have lots of privacy minded individuals and, you know, forward thinking and stuff like that. We shouldn't really. Anybody, you know, IRC is like stuff that we just blab about and shit, but there's like. We need extra channels in case shit gets shut down, God forbid, because, like, things might start getting weird, you know. (laughs) And uh, we need more secure channels for stuff that we don't want other people to know. Yeah, cool. I mean, like, on a one-to-one basis, like, we can establish, you know, off-the-record communications and stuff like that. Uh, Yeah. Like, when I was trying to get people into the retro share that day, I got (laughs) accused, like, like 20 people like ah you're trying to make even tighter circles of shit and it's like no i'm trying to provide even another channel of stuff so that we don't fucking die because if you're only in one place they shut down that place well fuck now we have you know thousands or hundreds at least of people that 
have no idea where to go to find us anymore. It's stupid. I offered to host an IRCD specifically uh, giving admin status to whoever uh, wants to head it, but I uh, I will donate an IRCD. Awesome, man. Go. It's up and running right now is irc.dopeshit.net, but we can change it and reconfigure it to be specifically Gridcoin. Sweet. It's a cool idea. I like that. Just a little backup. I also have my own mumble server, well, Murmur, that uh, I'd be willing to uh, give as a backup for this. Yeah, I I also suggested that I was going to start like a ZNC or something, uh, and then Erkin said that he wouldn't connect through it. Because he's like, no, yeah. yeah. I, that's like I offered, but you know, you can ZNC to a ZNC. No, 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 no. The thing is, the thing is, when we have a third party like Freenode, or uh, for example, here, the Beyond Bitcoin, well, Beyond Bitcoin may be yeah, uh, into Gridcoin a little bit, but Freenode, for example, is not into uh, Gridcoin, and they wouldn't you know, be tempted to <laughs> see a little bit private communications and stuff and uh, um, harvest the IPs and so on. Yeah, it doesn't work that way. That's, that's your that's paranoia. James, it's not about you. It's about, yeah, my uh, issue with stuff. And if I can prevent such a thing already from happening, yeah, perfect. Then don't use it. Yeah, I, I won't use it. <laughs> yeah, no, that was the thing. That was the one that, I offered him too. I, I was like, "Oh, I thought we had like a report." He's like, "We do," but like, "Fuck no." <laughs> it's like, okay, yeah, that makes total sense. Uh, sometimes it's just best to always err on the side of caution. Like I'm even being as paranoid as I am. Like I do like a whole bunch of shit that I probably shouldn't. So I use Windows for one. Hell, I tore to use this so you guys don't have my IP. I don't care. I'm paranoid. Nope. It's like a pretty regular thing. I now. set up a I, I set up a, a ten ZNC user accounts when you asked me, but not you never. James, this is not about you. As I as Rhino said, I also said it directly to Rhino and also some other user, um, Gunde, yeah, who also proposed it. Yeah. Oh no, I'm I'm talking now me and him. Yeah. When when he asked me to add a ZNC and I added ten users, this was like a month, two months ago. And uh, it never got used, and uh, so I don't. I don't even think it. I it's because you didn't tell me how to log in, and I'm not really super duper familiar with the stuff. And it was just kind of like a weird time, personally for us. And you're kind of like glossing over a bunch of stuff that, that nobody really cares or needs to know about. But like, if you really want to do this, that's awesome. Uh, make a goddamn part in the wiki and be like, hey, you can log in through. James's super cool ZNC node and IRCD, and then Rhino made one too, and you can double up between each other. And yeah, we can link exactly. Fuck, we can link IRCD. That's exactly what I'm saying. Because yeah, and also again, uh, I thanked you in private message, but I haven't thanked you in public. Thank you for the heads up on the VPSs. I have my Luxembourg node up, and the Quebec node will be up later today. So. Three. No problem. I heard on, or I was here the seventeenth uh, mumble when you thanked me. But thank you again. Woohoo! Or you're welcome again. Yeah. Well, I finally figured out how to work the stuff, so that's pretty cool. And they're up. Just takes time. 
I mean, and you're using pa- and packages are like easy way, and you know, eventually you'll learn like how to do the make config and do all that manually without graphical interface. Yeah. It just takes time. You're you're making great progress. I became like an expert at Bash uh, and stuff because I well I had to learn everything along the way too, all, all the stuff. I made a nice pull on Custominer's uh, GRC node script there. Yeah, it was pretty good, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, and thank you for freaking accepting it. Feel like a big man. So good. <laughs> yeah, not bad, not bad. So yeah, hello, uh, <laughs> <love> you, babe. <laughs> Back to the topic slightly, just closing it up. Uh, Mines.com. So I tried this out for a few weeks. So mm-hmm. it seems like it's centralized to a certain degree. Uh, you can pay like with real money to get additional points, or you can earn the points by p- participating, you know, upvoting, commenting, and stuff like that. Uh, so it, you submit like content, and with these points, you can, you know, effectively buy views. Uh, so I did this and got like you know about three thousand different views. Uh, I think it's all right, but I'm not entirely convinced, and it's a wee bit glitchy on Android. But uh, it's another place to you know submit like the new Steemit posts and stuff like that for additional uh, exposure. I guess. Yeah. I've not been using Discord much myself. It's something you know. Oh, Discord is beautiful. I use it all the time. It is amazing. Yeah. The only drawback to it is, um, so while it's amazing now, and lots of guilds and just organiz I don't want to say organizations, but I think a lot of people on TeamSpeak and Mumble are moving to Discord because uh, it's free. I mean, that's the first thing. It's free right now, and you can customize it a lot. The It looks beautiful. Um, it's easy. To, it's not easy to manage. It's a little confusing. But the what I was saying is the thing. Ah, it's so hard to. The thing that I'm worried about is it won't be free forever. So they're essentially building up a user base, and I'm assuming the like they don't even have ads. I don't know how they're physically making money. It could be a donation. Uh, so nonprofit guns. But, I'm guessing in the future <laughs> that they'll be searching for some source of income. So um, that's the only thing that I'm hesitant about. But it's beautiful right now. Uh, people can instantly make servers, and it's, it's just, I use it all the time. So hopefully that was clear in what I was saying. Cool. I think we should definitely utilize it, you know, until it gets, like, super pay to use you know uh in the future but sounds cool man I've, I've used it temporarily in the past we have a grid coin discord gunda set it up mm-hmm. yeah. and i think mercosity is also there there is one existing already in in the channel type um, this discord command and it will give you the link yeah and we have a telegram too but it wanted my phone number so that's weird right I buy like a, a dollar uh prepaid sim card and then snap it after your use <laughs> <laughs> can you get like a fake number um on google with google yeah google yeah i've used that before like you can get websites that will publicly display you know uh a public phone number for codes and stuff but i'm not sure how secure that would be if it just sends you know like a six digit code then yeah try that but 
it might associate you with like terrorist accounts or something, you know? <laughs> yeah. It costs you like 10 bucks for uh, just a regular ass data card or whatever, SIM card, and you can use it for 2FA hook up a whole bunch of shit and then just like store it in a drawer and put your normal yeah, SIM card back in. Yeah. Right, fair enough. If you're really like uh, security focused, you don't need to use it, but it's like, uh, it's good for, you know, if you've not got a good internet connection, then it doesn't use much data. You know what I mean? But in the grand scheme of things, it doesn't matter too much if we already have mumble, but, eh. Well, yeah, fair enough. We need more secure channels as well. Like, if we could figure out how to make talks group chat and recordable, that would be ultimately preferable. I don't know how you can record on Discord, though I'm sure there is a way to. I'd be shocked if you couldn't. Yeah, I'm sure I could probably work out a way with, like, voice meter. I guess put a bot in it. Voice meter in talks, maybe? That would be a fun experiment. Groove IP. No. Is Groove IP like. We need something like TLS and OTR and all that bullshit. DLS. Yeah, and fucking DHCP. And, you know. <laughs> Just listen off like protocols now. <laughs> OMG WTF BBQ. www.com. <laughs> Excellent. Buzzword. Buzzword. Uh, right, so that's that topic finished to a degree. Uh, do you mind if I kinda, <laughs> do you mind if I jump in with like small snippets from a literature review, just like like the yeah. uh, the intro and like the conclusion, basically? Like Shakespeare and stuff. No, nah, no, nah, this is like the uh, I did a literature review on uh, collusion detection and prevention mechanisms within volunteer desktop grids. So that's like within Boink. Was. Was one of, that one of the papers that you sent me that they said they mentioned Gridcoin in it? Yeah, I, I, well, I was doing like, uh, I was going through every paper, any paper that mentioned Gridcoin. There's like, I don't know, about seven or eight papers out there. Most is just like, you know, and Gridcoin does it for this, you know, rather than breaking into it deeply or anything like that. Uh, yeah, apparently that idea I had, anybody that was here like, two or three weeks ago about um, distributed licensing and rewarding it with Gridcoin or some bullshit like that with uh, not Apache. Who are those other fucking dicks? Anyway, that other licensing system, apparently somebody came up with that like in 2013 or something. So yeah. that was a shocker. Yeah. Yeah. It was an idea you kind of mentioned in the, uh, the bank project. Uh, brainstorming yeah, Fred. Pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, fuck it, I'll just read, like, uh, I don't know, free chunks, and I'll mention the papers, not actually go into yeah. each of them. Uh, so I'll skip the explanation of uh, volunteer desktop grids. Volunteer desktop grids are, you know, it's boink, effectively, so that's what I'm referencing when I mention it. Right, so uh, the weaknesses of boink's uh, default result verification mechanism. So... By default within Boink, tasks are replicated to a minimum of three workers to ensure the validity of return results at the cost of decreased throughput. However, if the majority of uh, users within a voting pool work together, uh, parentheses collude, to return an identical result, they can mask fraudulent results as a valid result. Uh, collusion Collusion presents a significant threat to the validity of research performed upon uh, volunteer desktop grids. 
the default Boink platform doesn't include the detection nor punishment of collusive behavior. Uh, there are many uh, proposed mechanisms documented in research papers. However, their uh, complex implementation is entirely up to the discretion of project administrators. It's possible that uh, due to the complexity of counter-collusion mechanisms, newly created BOINC projects with which lack significant funding do not explore their implementation, resulting in potential exposure to collusive behaviour. So what are the motives for collusion, right? So despite BOINC existing for about 14 years at this point, uh, the motives behind worker collusion uh, have been largely limited to the manipulation of users' credit scores or who disrupt scientific research. There has been no uh, financial incentive to collude. So effectively, you know, users mess with the leaderboards like we potentially allegedly have seen with Colats uh, and, uh, you know, disrupting scientific research. You know, you could be, that could include, you know, potentially industrial sabotage or, yeah, I guess. Anyways, moving on. Uh, yeah, so in October 2013, the cryptocurrency Gridcoin was created, which began uh, continuously rewarding verified point computation within Team Gridcoin. Shortly after the launch of Gridcoin, the cryptocurrency Ripple performed a temporary distribution of their XRP token in return for verified uh, world community grid computation within Team Ripple. Uh, the Boink project, Drug Discovery at Home, is planning to distribute an Ethereum token to workers for their uh, verified computation. And the upcoming, I uh, totally dropped my own project uh, reference there, and the upcoming project, <laughs> the upcoming Boink project, uh, Project Rain, which I am developing, encourages the uh, distribution of approximately 36 cryptocurrencies to Boink users. A consequence of the monetization of Boink computation is the growing financial incentive for malicious workers to collude. Therefore, it's important that counter-collusion mechanisms are researched more thoroughly to combat the increasing probability of collusion. Right, so I'll just mention the papers that I read, uh, or, well, reference or whatever. I'm not going to get into each of them. I'll just give the conclusion at the end. Uh, we can break into it a bit later or another time. Uh, so, uh, sabotage tolerance mechanisms for volunteer, des- uh, volunteer computing systems by Sarmenta LF. Uh, it's one of the oldest uh, papers. It's got like 300 citations. It's worth a read. Uh, you know, in, they introduced like pun- uh, punishing and detecting uh, malicious workers. Uh, so I'm going through the actual paper physically. Right, so uh, a dynamic approach for characterizing collusion in desktop grids uh, by Canon A.L. Uh, moving on to the next one. A, a scheduling and certification algorithm for defeating collusion in desktop grids, uh, again by Canon Al. So, like uh, this one researcher has done two papers thus far on uh, counter collusion mechanisms. The first one was uh, characterizing workers, like figuring out if they are or aren't colluding. And then the second paper and uh, kind of takes this, uh, it like you know took their characterization whether they are in the group or not, and then also like it introduced like trust into the task allocation and, like, verification of tasks. Uh, Moving on to the next, two seconds. Uh, An evaluation of true trust-based autonomic organic... Sorry. An evaluation of true trust-based autonomic 
organic grid computing systems for volunteer-based distributed rendering. So this is a, a comparison of the trusted desktop grid, which appears to be peer-to-peer based, uh, to Boink. So they compared like uh, burp work, actually, uh, which is quite interesting. However, they're, uh, I don't actually think that they uh, were very honest with their definition of uh, replication, so I'm not too happy with that paper. Uh, collusion Detection for Grid Computing by uh, Stab in, and Angel, and then uh, Defeating Colluding Nodes in Desktop Grid Computing Platforms by Sel Aghi et al. Sorry if it's boring, I'm getting to the end. It's good, man. Right, so yeah, so I compared six papers. The first one was like, you know, the oldest one that introduced, you know, detection of, uh, you know, cheaters and punishing them. And then the other five were discussing trust-based uh, analysis, you know, evaluating whether or not workers were honest, whether or not they were colluding together to manipulate results. So the conclusion, so I'm skipping a shitload of content, guys. Right, so the reviewed papers made several similar assumptions. These were... Uh, Colluding workers do not represent the majority of the user base. So this assumption can only be made for large projects such as World Community Grid or SETI at Home, which have like, you know, over 100,000 workers each. Uh, New projects or lesser known projects with only a few thousand users are vulnerable to colluding workers representing the majority of uh, active workers. Further research into hardening virtual desktop grids from such a scenario is required. So effectively... What that means is that uh, none of the research papers, uh, like the cutting edge of like you know trust-based analysis, uh, if, you know they didn't evaluate the fifty-one plus uh, percent attack scenario. So, yeah, effectively, all it takes to defeat some of these trust-based mechanisms is to flood the project with a shitload of you know malicious workers. If you become fifty-one percent of the workers, then you can you know put the odds of work distribution in your favor and start fucking with the project. Yeah, it's kind of bullshit we were yeah. seeing with some other stuff lately. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, I'll just uh, we'll go over all at the end. Uh, so the other uh, similar, uh, similar assumption that was made by all the papers was that uh, colluding workers only return invalid results. So uh, colluding workers could honestly solve a work unit with one user account and then immediately return the identical result with a second user account to minimize computing resource utilization whilst maximizing rewarded credit. Uh, This scenario is most plausible when attackers are monetarily motivated. So imagine you crunch the work unit on one computer, your other worker has managed to get into the the work pool, right? The, it, this task has been replicated to, and you just immediately return the result. So, you know, fingerprinting of uh, tasks being, you know, computed and also spot checking can combat that. Uh, so moving on to further conclusions. Uh, the most substantial research paper was by Sarmenta, the first one. It introduced multiple new concepts for detecting and punishing malicious workers. Without this paper, it's... Uh, it's highly likely that Boink would not be as successful as it currently is. It was actually re- uh, released in 2002, so it was right before Boink uh, switched from, you know, steady at home to the full open source Boink uh, kit. 
Uh, Counter-collusion research uh, papers share similar traits. They're too complex for inexperienced Boink project administrators to implement, and they're not uh, implemented by default within the Boink platform. Uh, these mechanisms should be made open source or included within the Boink platform so that uh, all Boink projects, uh, sorry, so that all so that small Boink projects improve security against malicious workers, allowing project owners to focus their time on scientific research rather than, you know, reinventing the wheel for detecting cheaters and shit. Uh, malicious workers have nothing at stake when they attempt to manipulate the outcome of a vote, uh, this majority vote. Uh, if there was a backing cryptocurrency asset which influenced vote weight, then it's possible that colluding attacks would be minimized, even in scenarios where colluders were the majority of workers. Projects such as drug ex- drug discovery at home may be the first to explore such concepts. So that's pretty much that. So I've fucking went deep, guys. <laughs> so like some kind of karma system well, to prevent? Well, I was thinking of this. So imagine you... Uh, you so drug discovery at home is issuing their own token. So if you were to take the holding of those tokens into account when evaluating who's an honest worker, then you could take the uh, the attack scenario where you can flood the Boink project with as many workers as you please uh, out of the picture. You know, if if you had to have a coin in order to get tasks in the first place, you know, that could also minimize that... Uh, that attack vector maybe even if you had to deposit some coins and if you were found to have been a manipulative worker then you would lose those coins you know these are areas that could be interesting to explore wasn't that what name coin did and weren't they like kind of like a, a way to verify an identity as well as yeah uh, yeah yeah uh, name coin did uh you know you were able to register your domain name and your identity and stuff on their blockchain. But a lot of the developers that implemented that have moved on to actually block stack, which is, yeah. yeah. That's what I was going to so say, can... actually, that's why uh, you're interested in the block mm-hmm. stack shit. Okay. That makes goddamn sense now. Yeah. Uh, anybody that doesn't understand that stuff, look at it because now it totally makes sense to me. And it's a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Did you ask me a question? Yeah, yeah, go for it, man. No, no. <laughs> Don't worry about it. I, I was using this. Oh, that was oh, fucking Trump. That was God damn it. Trump asking us questions. <laughs> Here, I was thinking Trump was asking me questions. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> what about China, though, guys? China. Well, careful now. He's the president of the United States. We can't be. But he's from China. Well, see there, that's him himself saying. Not the president yet. Damn, don't condemn us. Hey, yet. man, the electoral college, blah blah blah. No, it's all bullshit anyway. Twenty-five days. Thank you, Daryl. See what it is. We still got a little while until uh, martial law is implemented. Uh, what it is? You want to know what the long con is? What the long con is is to get rid of the electoral college through the use of alternative media. Then. They'll count the actual votes, so Hillary wins. And then it's like, oh, thank God you guys didn't get the worst thing possible. Hey, Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Seriously, then they're going to do away with the Republican Party, and then you're uh, absolved of the natural opposition, and you have one world government.
<laughs> hey, I'm part of the Green Party. I don't care. Yeah, man, I like weed too. I'm just no, kidding. No, there's that, the Green I'm Party. There's been multiple parties other than Democratic and Republican. There's the Marijuana Party. There's like, there's the Marijuana Party. That's like fifty thousand people or something. Uh, the chick that you wanted to to win, she was part of the Green Jill Party. Stein. Jill Stein, yeah, or whatever. I was just joshing you, bro. Uh, well, I figured you may not know our governmental system. Most uh, people that live here don't, because it's fucked up. When I talk to people that are like from there and shit like that, like we have some friends from Chicago and stuff, I'm like, oh my god, you actually believe this crap? Like it's fucking weird, man. Uh, I have no criminal history, and when cops pull my name up, they're like, what the? And my uncle was state senator of Washington, so yeah, it's corrupt. All talk, no action. Hmm. I'll show you some action. Smile. <laughs> Any questions about the uh, the collision stuff I was talking about before we kind of end this? So the point of your paper and stuff like that is pretty cool, actually, because who is going to read this? Is, like, people beyond your school folk going to read it? Is the rest of your class going to read it? Do you get to read it in front of your class? Because that would be cool. Nah, it's just gonna be uh, it's just gonna be like a couple guys that are marking it, and it's gonna be like available within my university's library. I don't, I don't think it's gonna be publicly accessible. <laughs> okay. But yeah, you know, I might go through the entire paper like word for word another time, like in a future hangout or something. I don't know. Put it up on Steemit or some shit if you have only. It. I, I maybe I'll, I'll do that after I get rewarded for it, so that it doesn't flag up in like plagiarism or some shit. Right. No, that's cool. Because um, there's a lot of things that people don't think about. <sighs> like I was saying to another buddy earlier there, I've been here for like four years for Boink, and then all the things that I've seen transpire because there's like a half a penny involved, and everybody's like, fuck it, I'll kill you. I'll destroy your reputation. Like, holy shit. But... You know, that's just how people are. Black. See? Black people that are also Jews from Washington. Oh, no, no. I, I was I was calling the kettle black. I thought I was the pot. Oh, man. We're best friends. You don't know it. But it's just a hard relationship and growing pains. But everybody else can see it. <laughs> we should be cooperating a lot more than... <clears throat> is happening what who like our community or the blank community james and i oh i see yeah i've been i've been trying like i didn't take my notes down just because i left or something you know like i don't just make up you two come on moving forward exactly man i thanked you and stuff because those were good heads up the guys were even pretty funny. I, I learned. Me too. Aww. Shut up. What's the next topic? That's us. We've pretty much discussed everything there. Oh, wow. Yeah. Let's just blab on about crap then. Our country needs a truly great leader. Bigger, better, and stronger, we will make America great again. I am officially running... The American oh, dream. 
shit. So instead of posting and just, I mean, I'm going to bring it up now. Okay. I came up with an idea. We're open chat now. Yeah. So listening to the 18th uh, uh, fucking mumble, um, listening to the Peer coin guy and uh, to some things he was saying that I just, while I was listening, it popped into my head as an idea. Um, we've talked about full nodes and paying for full nodes and like, and listing the actual phone phones. Anyways, can we see about implementing a certificate system? So it goes out and you know they get a certificate. Bam. Okay, they're an official or officially marked as a node, so that there's some sort of a mechanism that's like verification. And um, heck, could probably even write it to get it automatically listed, even though it's not necessary. But some sort of a certificate-based system, and then that can migrate down the road into into the payment system we were talking about, possibly. Well, that's what I was talking about. On, I was talking about uh, Ansible, Puppet, and Chef, uh, some other dude in networking on Freenode or some shit pointed me towards that. Uh, they're like node management systems or whatever the fuck, so you can kind of make sure that each node is running the exact same shit, and if they step out of line, you're the first to know about it kind of thing. Uh, also, it makes it easy for if, say, a node gets hacked, per se, um, then you could cut that node. You can pull the Yeah, you could cut that node out of the network and, like, roll it back while the other shit stays up. It's actually, like, a really cool, like, node management system over top of that shit. So... If we could find a way to manage the nodes through that and then just like be like, hey, basically all you ha- contribute is the knowledge of buying the node now. <laughs> but uh, you will be rewarded yeah, as such. Instead of having a central, any centralized node coding, what it could do is send out or that you know the node itself. Let's say let's say node.gridcoin.us. So it requests a certificate. It's granted it. Bam. Then the next node, say one of customizers' node, it goes connects request gets a certificate. Bam. Okay, it's a node. Now all those nodes with the certificate should be, un, you know, the same block count, same hash, same everything. Mm-hmm. And uh, could possibly eliminate future forks. Yeah, that was kind of the idea. Uh, some of the ideas might be expensive or uh, a little out of whoever looked at its range so far. You know, it's all volunteer stuff. Yeah, it's above my head for yeah. sure. Ansible looks pretty cool. Shit, they all look pretty cool. I actually like Chef to be perfectly honest, but it's all just different means to an end. It's like the same goddamn shit. Like, uh, the atomic Docker thing. Dude, we could probably steal it from another, from pure coin. Like, I mean, we're just Israel coin, pure coin, and a whole bunch of other Bitcoin all thrown together. Anyway. Yeah, exactly. Zero coin. Uh, so yeah, I'll look into PeerCoin and see what their certificate method stuff is and see if we don't have to go another route, if it's something that we can use that's open source just right there on our faces. What was SuchFlex going to use? Because they worked out a... Sorry. They worked out a payment mis- method before they quit, right? I don't think they really quit. 
me either, but like, you know. <laughs> I think that was to, you know, I, I think it was sent out to Gridcoin people to see what got back to them. Because hmm. they're still, what, number three? <laughs> and that ain't one user crunching. <laughs> no. Okay. Well, that's a fun extra topic. Well, what? Did you ask me a question? Trump? Sorry, my audio got stuck. Now you have to stop that. I keep thinking it's like TG or something, or Vortex speaking (laughs) (laughs) for the first time. Like, hey, can I ask you some stuff? So yeah, I'll write up more on that idea, and maybe we can talk more about it after some research is done in a week or two or something. Sounds good. Yeah, it looked a little crazy for what I know, and some of the stuff had to be paid for. Like, I think Ansible was paid for. And I, I got a question. So last week, the neural or the uh, grid coin research looked all fucked off. For example, like mine and Reno's like projects were listed like six times in the stats and like via the pages on. Anyways, um, is there a problem with grid coin research? Like, are they having issues? Like my stat, my page has been foobard for like two months. What you mean, Grid Research Corp? Dot co. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My bad. Uh, I'm not sure. I mean, uh, that's RT money that's in charge of that. I, I'm getting the page. Yeah, yeah it's here. like that. It's a, the the Boeing project on the page I listed six times. I told RTM, but no comment. <laughs> well, that got fixed. That got fixed. I get right after, uh, like the last mumble, so I figured that's what took care of that. But, like, here, I'll show you. Um, for example, I just got paid yesterday after 20 days, and um, if you look at the chart and what block it's at in my, my like, my uh, magnitude, it, it's still, I mean, yeah, I have no idea what my magnitude is. I don't think the system knows either. Your magnitude should be less within your client if you're solo. Yeah. Yeah, but the neural, it reads it off the neural network, so. What, Red Research Corp? Well, anything to get, I mean, it has to get it from that. But if you look there, like, look at Superblock. The last time that it showed me, other than it says 65 right now, but 724, or block 724,228. And if you look at the chart, that's where it last showed. So are they having update issues? Or art is RT money, and I think that's him, right? Is he, are they having issues? Yeah, that site's always kind of had issues, really. Like the wallet um, version still shows like three, five, seven, five, and shit sometimes. Like it's not. It's three, five, eight, three, and and right before that he had dot two um, when there was the mandatory beacon upgrade. Like we can fight all day. <laughs> <laughs> well, no. I remember it was a mandatory update. I know. Two, two is the mandatory, right? For yes. the seven twenty-five thousand. Three dot five dot two was a mandatory. For the seven hundred twenty-five k super block. Well, like it's like my shit hasn't updated since then, and like using the the Europe one is pretty cool and. uh I just thought they should match, but, like, they never, like, they don't. And, uh, you know, it's kind of hard to figure out some things if, if the resources aren't working. So, 
I just didn't know where to direct that if it can be looked into if that's RT money or whatever. Yeah, it's RT money that you res- you report uh, Grid Research Corp issues to. Uh, I do agree that there is a mismatch of uh, your magnitude on you know between Gridcoin Stats and Grid Research Corp. I think GridcoinStats.eu is a really good website that everyone should be using. Yeah, uh, it's getting new features like pretty much every week. That's what I started using instead, and it, it's weird. Like, see, Gridcoin Research Corp said I was owed seven hundred and eighty-one coins. Okay. And then over here, it said another number, and I got paid like 443. It was just like weird when stuff just doesn't match. Like, where are they getting these these freaking numbers? Mm. They know our wallet balances, and they know our wallet addresses, and they know yeah. that, but, but they can't get Meg right. <laughs> I was thinking of making a... So, all right, I'll like... I was going to make a Block Explorer page also that had all the science coins on it. I just haven't. Because, you know, whatever. Don't worry about it, man. Yeah. I just want to make a project site status no, man. page. Yeah, if it, like that dot .russia since it wasn't built. I knew it was some, some non-English site. If anybody knows uh, some PHP, yeah, any PHP ninjas in the crowd, I would... My roommate has his master's in web design. Oh, for fuck's sake. Um... <laughs> I only need uh, three things in a row. Folding coin, grid coin, and cure coin. And then we'll put them all up. And we'll have like a block explorer like that. I looked it up, man. It's like not even hard to make a block explorer. It's not. Well, yeah, it's just got to read the neural network and know what to ask it. It's all there. So the fact that it's not synced up might just be network problems. Maybe he doesn't have like a super... This has up. been Fuck. two months now. Yeah, it's two months, and uh, that one where it was weird with the projects listed, like you know, over and over and over. It was like, like burp or, or GPU grid, and then the the rate. But it was like five times, and yours was like it. But then like say uh, phase and Vega and uh, Mercosi, theirs was Dude, fine. You you've seen it. Sometimes the shit's behind by like a million seconds. It's. Just might just be like a lousy resource, like all this stuff. It's a site project. So it's, it's all volunteer supplied. Yeah. Too, right? Oh yeah. Like, but you know, it's just it's nice to know if there's an issue in the proper channels, and if people know, you know, make them aware so that you know if others are having no, no, issues. I'm sitting here thinking, I'm like, okay, this is going to be probably at least another twenty five bucks a month for me. All right, but we can do this. Okay. <laughs> Sweet. All right. Uh, thanks everyone for attending the uh, the twentieth uh, hangout on uh, Christmas Eve. You know, it's pretty cool. Everyone attended. We had uh, what about eight, nine people in attendance? Uh, Ten even. I'm terrible at counting. Uh, cheers, everyone. Uh, see you next time. Yeah. I gotta get back to family. So see you later. Bye bye. Oh, thanks, man. Later. Bye.